0: Hi! Welcome back to another fun episode of Lion City Rock. I, I I say it's fun because today we're going to talk to one of my favorite electronic music artists uh, from Singapore. Um, yeah, known her for quite a while. We've been following her progress ever since we were uh, yay high, you know. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, she's she's been pretty uh, pretty exciting. Uh, um, musician. She was voted, I think, in two thousand and eight, Time magazine as the five new artists to watch. And since then, uh, she's been going from strength to strength. She's been um, putting out a whole slew of music offerings on albums, EPs. She's also done like uh, several cool performances, not just here in Singapore, um, but overseas as well. I think uh, Knitting Factory was one of them, uh, CBGB's. Can't believe she played or did something with that in New York in <laughs> Europe. Uh, so jealous! <laughs> all over, all over the world, she's been doing her gigs and her shows. I mean, if you go to her shows, they are they are quite fun to watch because it's not just somebody standing there with like a, a control panel. She's got all these cool little thingamajigs and and gadgets that light up and pop up and just it's
1: it's, it's, it's just it's quite a, it's quite it's quite kinetic yeah yeah
0: yeah it's a very it's it's a very visceral visual you know sonic experience uh, you know um so yeah let's uh let's welcome today's guest which is the
2: analog girl mei wong yay, yay. hi guys thank you so much for having me i feel so honored to be invited today like in front of two oh, music <laughs> legends. Legends, oh gosh! You're talking about Kevin,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Kevin Matthews
0: and I are going to be grilling you today, yeah. <laughs> putting you through the ring. Bring rain. it on. <laughs> okay. Okay, so
1: so yeah, so I mean, I would, we usually start at the beginning because that's always the best place to start. So I just want to kind of talk about two points, really. Um, so like. How did you really get started uh, getting interested in music in general? And then how did you kind of get into electronic music? I think there are two different things. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can talk about that.
2: Okay. Um. Well, that brings me like way back, I guess. Like if you talk about music in general, it's just something that I grew up with. Like, you know, just it's been in my household for like since I was you know, a toddler. Oh. And growing up in the 70s, you know, you haven't got like internet and YouTube and all that stuff. So I think music played a really um, important part in our lives. Yeah. So surrounded by lots of records, um, like EBBA, The Beatles, and also watching TV shows like Solid Gold and Donny and Marie. So all that, you know, just really ignited that passion in music for me and it also helps that I started piano at age five as well I guess which Uh is what a lot of kids during (laughs) that time did so I mean I'm like a terrible terrible at piano so but but I think being able to read music kind of removes that abstract of music it makes Mm, me understand it a little bit more like with the theory and all that stuff so that got me into composition as well since very very young age like Mm. age seven so i started writing lyrics and then recording my own songs on cassette because i'm also the only child so i was finding something to do on my own right
1: wow so 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 what kind of music were you writing and recording at age seven
2: (laughs) I um, remember my first cassette cover, which I still have. It's it says "Happiness is precious." Happiness is precious. I don't know yeah. when. Age <laughs> seven. Not sure what I meant by that. Yeah. So.
0: What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did you get interested in in like um you know more like electronic music and stuff?
2: Um, so. Growing up, the instrument that I had besides the piano was the Casio Tone. So that really started off right in the eighties when I was a bit older. So just being able to do everything on my own, being able to record, and you know, just being able to play like guitar, bass, Mm. synth, drums, percussion, and then I'll just layer it from one tape deck to another, and with my voice as well. So it's just like. Record, re-record, record re-record And that's how I did it So electronic music is not something that I chose for myself It's just like more of a means to record Because I think deep down I'm just more of a rock and roll girl Because <laughs> <laughs> I like band music a lot more than electronic music growing up Oh really? Yeah. yeah, I only started embracing electronic music like maybe the past 10 years Oh! To be honest <laughs>
1: Okay. Oh, so so I was, yeah. So mm. in terms of the electronic music influences, I mean, which mm-hmm. which were the kind of artists that kind of you know kind of switch on the light bulb mm-hmm. for you in terms of electronic music?
2: Like I said, I wasn't really an electronic music kind of person. Uh-huh. More, I mean, I go to clubs and stuff and listen to like techno, which I like. Okay. But I don't really follow the okay. artists interesting. but mm, yeah, yeah, so I guess like in recent years, more like Death punk, okay maybe, but yeah, Wait. my influences are really more diverse, so it doesn't just cover electronic okay,
0: okay. so what kind scene. what kind of music influences then are we looking at? Hmm.
2: um right. I used to side back a lot,
0: wow, okay,
2: yeah, that's probably my. About ten, ten, twenty 20 years ago, kind of thing. Wow. And I was it really into grunge. That, yeah, I
1: wouldn't have thought that
2: at all. <laughs> oh, you know, Bee is a huge influence, of oh, course, because, nice. you know, nostalgia <laughs> yeah. and just okay. great songwriting. Yeah, just like anything that's got good songwriting, like good bones. It okay. doesn't really matter what kind of instrumentation or arrangement, as so long as it's a good song.
0: Okay, okay. Well, back, back and BGS, and that's a that's a combination <laughs> I've I've not heard in, <laughs> not heard in a while.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So having having done that, I mean, when did you realize that you know, or, or when did you, when did it go like, okay, I, I really want to do this. Let's see what I can do, and 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 how did the the analog girl come about?
2: I think as to when I decided this is what I would do is really for life, I think. It's just since I was really young. Just something that I wanted to do. I remember like performing in front of my dad, trying to convince him that this is what I wanted to do Like in life and for life. So okay. that wasn't easy, but... Yes. <laughs> did
0: he go for it? Did he, did he go for it?
2: I think he was a little bit emotional, just seeing the amount of effort that I put in okay, this mini okay. concert. I wow. Put, I put, put on... And then in my in my teens, I actually went unsolicited to Warner Music Singapore. Like I went to the reception in my casual tone, and then I'm like, "Hi, I would like to demo for you guys." Wow. <laughs> Which the receptionist was really kind and see. and she said, "I'm sorry, we're not looking for artists at the moment." So.
1: <laughs> what what year was that? Yeah, when was that? I
2: can't remember exactly what year, but probably like before. Teen, teenager, like right. before 16 or something.
0: Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> okay, the age. Okay. Sure.
2: Yeah. Wow. I remember being very young, so... Wow. Yeah. But the, the thing is that, like, many years later, Chris, you would know, I joined Warner Music <laughs> yes. as a promotions executive. And I also wrote in unsolicited at that time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Warner, I just cold call, like, everyone.
2: <laughs> full circle. Okay, full okay, circle. Full, circle. It's full circle, indeed.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. And then, uh, yeah, so... so how how did how did analog girl um or or rather a why analog girl, uh, and uh-huh. and what 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 was the whole idea of of why why didn't just come out at uh or just do it as me, you know what I mean
2: Yeah exactly. Um. So in two thousand and one, I was freelancing for MTV at that time, and I decided like, okay, this is it. Like it's now or never. I just have to like go full time and go pro. Like you know, there's no more time to waste. So. I put together my first like so called proper EP of quite a few songs, but they're all really short songs. Uh under my name May, mm-hmm. um and in small caps M E I. And the title of the EP is actually called Analogue Girl. So I wasn't known as Analog Girl with that first EP, but it wasn't commercially available. Okay. And I didn't come up with the name, so my partner came up with the name, just threw a few like words around and I just like, okay, Analog Girl. <laughs> Sounds cute. And okay. then I just sent the EP to Chris Hall, um, mm. and he was like the very first person to listen to it as well. Wow. Like I never even like, showed it to anyone else. So That's
1: the right person yeah. to send it to.
2: Yeah, yes. of course. He's like, yeah, he's just the best and the most supportive and the sweetest person. Yeah.
0: So from so that was your first EP. It was an EP, right? You.
2: It's an EP like with many many short songs though. Like <laughs> I don't many. know how many la. More than ten. <laughs> so <laughs> like, this really short an like... album. <laughs> yeah, but I had difficulty finishing like songs during that time. Oh okay, So it's okay. just like little snippets yeah. of ideas.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then uh, so when when after that, you you decided that, okay. I mean, I, I think I can do this, you know, uh, and I, I definitely want to just you know, build up my armory and my repertoire and, and get stuff done.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think also when um, Chris wrote a, a story in the Straits Times mm-hmm. in two thousand and two, and that was pretty nice spread um, together with Muon, so that mm-hmm. kind of kickstarted mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Was- um, yeah, and then the gigs started coming in from there on on. And then it's just like, just one thing, another, one thing after another. Okay. So it just like, the momentum just kept going. And yeah. And I wrote a lot of songs, so <laughs> I just like keep churning out songs, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> even album or no album. So that's just, yeah, that's just what I do. Okay.
0: Did you, do you remember your first gig then?
2: Um, As Analog Girl, yeah.
0: Mm. What was that mm-hmm. like?
2: It's. Um, it's quite crazy. I mean, it's at the University Cultural Center, but the outside, the courtyard. So it's, okay. it was organized by Shirley. She's like a theremin player and an electronic musician. Wow, yeah, I know who she is. Yeah. Mm. yeah. She's very well known. Uh. Yeah, so that was very, very nice. And then I drew magazine come down to cover the event. Okay, I don't okay. know whether it's still there at the courtyard, but <laughs> that time. Probably, I think. Okay, I think okay. so. <laughs>
0: Was that like, uh, was that a solo gig or? I uh,
2: no, there were three acts. So it's me and then Clifford's band. I think it was called Pure Stain. So he did like covers of The Patch Mode, right? And then and Shirley, headliner. Oh okay. Yeah.
0: Wow. So how did you, I mean for yourself then? That was the uh, the gig that kicked it off, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It, uh, it was
2: yeah. It was. It was still under the name May. <laughs> oh
0: okay okay. Um, yeah. So, so, so the analog girl, um, that was a thing that you adopted, like how far in before you said, I'm going to call myself analog, the analog girl now and then, you know.
2: Uh, I think right after that, probably the year after. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure why I did that. And I added the uh, the in front, so it's the analog girl. Yeah, that's very important. <laughs> very important all
1: all good bands Just, as they say have a uh,
0: duh, duh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I think visually it looks like stronger so well, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay and then uh, so so from then on um what what came what was what was next was it your 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 album that came out after that
2: um I think not yet I also put I went to Japan in 2003 Like just for holiday Mm -hmm. But you know Being so like Just productive I guess I started writing into this Cafe in Sapporo I think it wasn't even Sapporo It was in Tokyo Okay Yeah I just Okay basically at that time I was just looking at artists that Were sort of similar in vibe to me And I will look at where they performed And if I happen to be in that (laughs) City, okay. so <laughs> I will write wow. to that venue, yeah, in in the hopes that maybe they would program me as well. So that's what I did. So this cafe is called Soso so Cafe, okay. and it's run by um, Shift Magazine, which is uh, an online magazine promoting like uh, culture and design. Okay. Um, From Japan and around Asia as well So I just wrote in And then they said Yeah, just come come perform Because we have this artist Who is like live Painting this stuff Animals that she was making And I could open (laughs) for (laughs) Exhibition And also she can paint or do something on the side or something like that lah. so I went lah.
1: <laughs> I went alone wow <laughs> okay. so, so where, where, did you, where did you get that idea because like two, this is 2003 two,
2: 2003 yeah
1: wow yeah Correct. so for a Singapore artist that's extremely radical at a time so I mean where, where did that idea come from to kind of just go overseas and, and, and do something like this
2: mm. uh, yeah like I was in Tokyo anyway so I was going to be there Oh, so I okay. thought just like, you know, cool. try All and right. get something <laughs> well, And Tokyo is really hard to get shows Because yeah. mm. you need to have a following And maybe you even need to like pay for the venue And make sure that thousand people will come for your show And also then they can't really speak English mm. no, Even no, up to now no. So it's really hard yeah. to communicate with them But yeah. surprisingly Sapporo was very easy Like they do speak English So it's a lot wow, easier that's, yeah. so that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> And then, so you just
0: you just turned up with your... You, you, I, with I my assume, gear. I assume you have more than just a casual tone this time, so...
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have the chaos pad Oh, okay, my okay. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, that gig was special to me because, like, you were asking me if I put out any more material since hmm. 2002. So what I did was I did a promo CD. So I printed like a few copies or maybe 10 to 20 copies because they said, I think the Shift magazine said they would distribute it to their clients or something or their oh. uh, associates or and the people that they communicate with, like, yeah, all sorts of creatives. So I just gave them like a bunch of CDs and I had a slip I think in the cover of the CD, but I think the CD itself is blank. Like there's no title, no name, nothing. <laughs> okay. So I gave them the CD and somehow it landed in the laps of um, an ad agency in Amsterdam. Wow, um, so okay. I, the next, okay. So the next year I was actually in Paris and then I was like, no internet in the hotel. So I went to the internet cafe to check my email. By, mm-hmm. And then I'm like, this agency in Amsterdam says, hey, I've got this blank CD. It's got no name. I was wondering if it's if it if you made this song which you would like to use in this like ad. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's was so random, but yeah. So that's that's the other milestone, I guess.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> and that's when you um you you so you went over there to to do a gig at one of their cafes as well, or
2: uh, Amsterdam? No, that wow. was um, further down the road. I di- I didn't meet up with them ultimately. Okay, <laughs> many years down the road. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. but that was yeah, that was cool. But it was, it was for Nike um campaign called Changing the Game, so you can see that on Vimeo as well.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. So, so early on, you really got all your stuff out there, like into the into the world.
2: Without the internet, yeah. Without the, yeah, the, the internet, internet was a, like very. And what yeah. an
1: appropriate name changing About, the game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that's so right. Appropriate, huh?
1: Right? Yeah. Fantastic!
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the I mean, you you had also uh, was this around the same time you put out uh, the, the TV, the TV. TV is on. That's number five, right?
2: Uh that's next year. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. that song that's on the ad is on the TV is on.
0: Yeah. Mm, okay. Which song is it, last? Like? Yeah, Tell
2: uh, licorice. Yeah.
0: Time, but by the time the TV is on, comes out. Are you still gigging regularly uh, in Singapore? And... Yeah,
2: um, actually, two thousand and five was in New York. So this time I was, um, I was there for like maybe six weeks. Wow. Okay. A month or six weeks? Yeah, I can't remember. But it was quite long. So I kind of pre-planned my shows before I went there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so my first show was at Arlene's Grocery, which is like supposed to be very famous.
1: Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> but,
2: but, absolutely,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> it's really it's kind of easy to get shows in New York. Um, mm. But the thing is that getting people to come to your show is a different yeah. thing. They don't really yeah. promote the event. Right, right. So it's up to you to promote it. So my first show there was like to two people <laughs> and a okay. like, <laughs> sound man, like yeah. you know. Afternoon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but it was cool. It was like, I'm fine, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just it helped to like you know just at least I don't know. I I, I get nervous when I perform to less people than more people. But for straight some strange reason that day I think it was one of the better shows. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Despite um uh, so from then on, I just like I also went to like CBGB's, um, the gallery, mm. uh, bef- and that was like a month or so before it closed down, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so th- just nice. <laughs> and then, um, and knitting factory was a headliner gig. I don't know how I did that. So you don't know how. But so from two people to headliner. <laughs> In that same tour. So what do you mean you don't know how? What was the... What I don't happened? know. I, what happened? I, I, you just, well, you, you, wrote, you the, wrote to them and then... Of course, to... I, yeah, I wrote to ah, them. Okay, and then okay. the promoter is okay. like, okay, you will headline this show. Uh, alright, <laughs> thanks. <Wow. Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and then they promoted it like in the Village Voice. So yeah, that's yeah. that was my biggest wow. show then.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, la,
2: it's alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite... It's alright, yes. <laughs> I mean, from there, also I met someone who later contacted me and then I was brought to... The UK for another show, so yeah, it's just like one thing, uh, one thing after another. So. Snowballs, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: okay. But I mean, uh, so this is this is all in what the space of two thousand and five. That's all in one year.
2: Two thousand and five yeah. was New York. Um, okay. The UK well, was two thousand and seven, I think.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> so some sometime next galaxy at uh, next mm-hmm. galaxy. Sorry. Yes. Sometime next galaxy. I think that was. Uh, yeah. That was yes. yeah. That was that was uh, where we where there was a lot of write ups about that. I remember
2: yeah, uh, reading yeah. about that
0: everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, what was that like? I mean, like what what was the idea behind that album, and and what did you expect from it?
2: <laughs> mm, at that time, I remember it, be, the year before, I think I did a commercial, I was asked to write a song for IDA, which was, I mean, at that time it was called IDA, I think, Information. Yeah. Is it like IDA? Yeah. Yeah. So I did this, I,
1: so, I mean, you know the name, yeah, yeah.
2: But it's going to do the internet. La. So um, I wrote a song for them, Um, I mean, I wrote a few songs and submitted, and one of the songs that I really liked was actually Halo Makina, which landed up. In the EP So it I mean it, It's alright if they didn't take the song I mean mm. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's like the Kind of like the One of the title tracks of the Sometime Next Galaxy Yeah uh, So that's how actually that EP got started as well Just like it's A bunch of songs that were lying around <laughs> And always Yeah and then the April or so I think Was like a ballad mm. Skylight Boulevard Oh also There was a an lab, indie label in New York Which approached me To release something So I put this EP together For them as well mm, mm, Yeah okay. And then I put it together And I sent it to them And then they said The first thing they said was mm, I'm missing some of your Signature like glitch stuff And at that point in time I wanted to like kind of Move on from the electronic And do a little bit more like You know Pure songwriting yeah. <laughs> But they said I'm oh, putting more of the glitch thing Okay so I put in some Some accents here and there
1: Of listen, I mean from our perspective, like anyway, from my perspective, like listen to the first two kind of proper albums that you put out. Obviously, obviously it's still very song based, but obviously, even other people also picked up there, seems to be kind of a more dark electro vibe kind of thing. So, what what's really the inspiration uh, for that kind of approach? Um,
2: I think maybe because I grew up with Potter's Head as well. So uh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Um. <laughs> so trip hop and all that, just you know, all just all the influences, just all show up. Even though I wasn't um, particularly uh, conscious about that decision, because mm. I really was more of a Linkin Park and Coplay fan. <laughs> hang on hang, on, hang on, <laughs> hang on a minute.
1: <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> wait, wait,
0: talk, <laughs> talk, talk, talk. Linkin Park and Coldplay,
2: uh-huh.
0: and then you come yes. up with. Uh, hello, Makina. Okay. No, I know,
2: right? <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> Something went wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so when people say my my music is dark and everything, sometimes I, would, to me, it isn't. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but Yes. yes majority yes. of people have that. You know, they've come to that consensus, but for me, it really is just like a love song or even a song about hope. Okay. So I never even like crossed my mind that yeah. the songs were dark. Yeah, like to me it's, it's normal. It's all lightness <laughs>
0: and unicorns. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but I
1: mean but that that's what but that's what art is that's what art is like, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean when we create art is one thing, mm-hmm. but how it how people respond to it, we it's a different thing totally. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah. So it's nice. Yeah, especially when it's not crafted to manipulate you know? Then it's it's
2: yeah. free to kind of impact as as you know as it does you know. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, yeah. I think that's what's beautiful about it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's also interesting is I mean, you know, you, your songs don't don't quite sound like anything like the Park or Coldplay. Um, I mean. That, that's a good. That's a good part. Oh, maybe but what I, what I mean is la, it's only because now. like Oh no, maybe <laughs> co-play now.
2: <laughs> EDM co-play. EDM
0: co-play. Yeah, but no. But um, you know, a lot of people will put out stuff that actually reflects a lot of their influences yeah. Or, yeah. or the sounds that mm-hmm. they are listening to. I think it's quite interesting that you totally just yeah I like Linkin Park. no, I'm not gonna have mike Shinoda in there i'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna put out all these things and let, you know and and what i like also it's is the fact that a lot of songs your vocals also tend to feed into that the same vibe the the music that you are doing it actually it kind of works very well with the the vibe mm, thank you yeah yeah. But maybe also, that's why that's why they all say it's dark. Because <laughs> amid the lyrics, yeah. you know.
2: That's true, it's not very bright <laughs> in a sense.
0: Seems like you know from two thousand and one onwards, um, it, it has been a steady progression of you getting gigs, doing music and stuff like that. Um, you know, so were you at that time also? I mean, a lot of people. The thing about Singapore is a lot of people who want to be musicians, even though they do regular output. Now, they are they are not full on musicians like full time, per se. Were you uh, Were you already going to, or were you doing a, a full time, or was that part of your plan as well? And 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 tied yeah. down to work, uh, like a day job, and then music as a hobby,
2: kind of thing. Um. Yeah. Like. Um. Probably two thousand one, two thousand two. That's when I decided to, um, really go full time. Actually, it's like a couple of years before that, I wanted to, try Mendo Pop Oh. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> I wanted to sign up for a course at that Lee Wei Song uh, so School Song of Wei Music. Song. Yeah. 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 I actually went there and. I don't know, but at this pattern in life where I want to do something and I enrol for something, I always quit. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not I I'm not very disciplined in, in that, in that thing like to go to school or to right. be a part of a production. Or I I even wanted to be an actress and I like did theatre studies, but I quit like after like two three months and wow. things like that So. Okay.
1: Is, is it because I, I, you kinda yeah. second guess yourself
2: or what? No, I think I just don't really like to follow a schedule very much. Okay. 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 <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I think that is the un, that that seems to be the thing that's the, that, you know, that could be the thing. Like you that's know, the only uh, thing that's the same with everything that I not wanna Okay. Um, continue with so I, I guess that's why I'm an indie artist so <laughs> uh, I can sort of yeah. like
0: work work by myself well you know Su Song Wei, Song right I mean you could have oh. been the next step son
2: see well <laughs> well I worked with well. her
0: before yeah Warner <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Music oh, yeah, you that's know true. Right? Yeah, yeah yes, that's right
2: <laughs> before she was before she was it was all revealed <laughs> yeah she was <laughs> <Just> understudying <laughs> industry Singapore, yeah. is, very so good. Singapore yeah. is very small Singapore is very small Mm-hmm. everybody's
1: work everybody's work is everybody
2: <laughs> yeah yeah but she's like undercover Like she's she was at Warner Music which you know a year later oh superstar <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, were you still in
0: Warner yeah. when you decided to to
2: do the no it was after that was after, after Warner okay. I went back to freelance at MTV and mm-hmm. that's when I decided that maybe because before that was full time like MTV first, then Warner Music mm-hmm. and then I went back to M T V as a freelancer. Mm-hmm. So that gave me like the idea that maybe I can freelance something else.
0: It seems like sometimes Nicolas was the E P that kinda helped to open a lot of mm-hmm. doors.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean that's mm-hmm. when
0: you got your Time magazine mentioned mm-hmm. as well. Um so from then on what was that what was what was that like leading into the into the to the tense?
2: Well yeah. So you know, Time magazine as you can imagine is just caught many people's eyes and ears, so mm-hmm. um like Apple sponsored me a laptop. Mm. <laughs> okay <laughs> and then the PR agency helped me to get more interviews from that sponsorship. So Oh right. Yeah. So one good thing that came out of that. Um I think that it was really pretty much life as usual as normal. I'm still like riding in to like play at shows overseas. Everything seemed to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bit more attention. Just doing my own
0: thing still. <laughs> okay. So you didn't go to I like, weren't invited to like the Mat Ball or
2: anything like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the the Grammys. Uh...
2: <laughs> no no maybe time out timeout Out, mat Ball or something like uh, that. time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, that sort of events, yes. Actually a uh, uh, quite a few of those, but yeah. Singapore version. <laughs> I think the next, what the next, the next EP got from you was tonight
0: your, uh, the next album we got from you was tonight your love, so what, why, why, why that, that, that? I mean, because previously you you have been putting out stuff, uh, fairly, consistently, so yeah, why mm-hmm. why was there this gap between them?
2: I think I just got really busy with shows. Um, oh, after the two thousand seven two thousand eight, so just um, performing a lot more. Oh, think that's why i just like stopped writing for a while because i feel like i can't really like at that point in time i've written quite a bit already so i felt like for the next next few releases i wanted to take my time and actually uh do something even more proper than before so mm. okay so you, you try to take some, my time you did some
1: european shows yeah um
2: time, right? did european shows that's right you're right um, Worldtronics were 2009 in Berlin. Mm. That was off the back of Time magazine as well. Mm. Yeah, quite a few European shows.
1: So, so what was Berlin mm. like? Because I always hear people talk about,
2: wow. Yeah, I love it there. So, I mean, the rent is cheaper there. Everything is kind of cheaper there. So you see a lot of creatives and artists living and working there. Mm. And I think they do get like creative, creatives get like money like an allowance from the government. Oh, I see. So they don't really need to work for their food. Right. And they can just like concentrate on making art. Oh. Okay. So it was really nice. Shows-wise, not as vibrant as London and New York, as in like venues and stuff. It's more like, more like smaller shows and a bit more like art-centric, I guess, like the crowd. Yeah, not really like a gigging kind of city for me. But techno, of course, is huge there.
0: Yeah, I mean, how long were you there for then?
2: I mean, probably usually a month. I usually spend a month everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: And and uh, were you like, I guess, doing all when you're doing all these shows and stuff? When did why did you decide that? Okay, I think I want to put out another uh you know mm. another, <laughs> another Because I mean it seems it seems like like if, if shows are paying you, you know, and if you're making you can you're living off all these gigs and stuff like yeah. that. Um, technically, you know, you could continue even creating new music, you mm-hmm. could just continue and just put them in these shows and then and then let that be, you know, sorted mm-hmm. so to speak.
2: You know, my first love has always been just recording, like being a recording artist is just my dream. More actually, more so than performing. Okay. When I was young, so being able to record is just is the ultimate, uh, my ultimate passion. Because for me, like in the you know, in the early days when you put something down on cassette, it's something physical, something analog. Mm. It still intrigues me to this day. Now not so much, right? Because you do it, all, you just put it out for streaming usually so yeah, it right, kind right, of yeah. loses that magic a little bit yeah. but recording just recording itself is just it's just so magical to me that you can like put something on yeah. tape you know mm. or mm. on disc now yeah. and it stays there and it's yeah. something that you make right so mm, creating something oh
1: well, yeah for me it's a it's a spiritual experience
2: ah yeah yeah yeah
1: no because like whenever I record something I feel like something has possessed me. And then when I finish, I listen to it like, did I do that? Mm, mm, (laughs) Okay, okay. It always feels that way. You just get caught caught up in the spirit. (laughs) Nothing else matters, you know, just
2: do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's what I live for, yeah. Yeah. That's true, that's true. Yeah. I mean, since since you mentioned that, I mean, I want to ask, ask me as well, is, is that how, is that your work process? How do you, because i mean i I've, I've just been just been scrolling through all your track listings i mean like every every offering you've come up with my like minimum mm-hmm. eight songs your e p your e p itself has like ten <laughs> tracks in an e p <laughs> how, how does that work
2: yeah, too much material last time <laughs> <laughs> it's a very short song, so I guess that's why. <laughs> Yeah, but process wise, um, you know, I wish I could be like Kevin and pick up a guitar and just like compose something on the spot. But for me, it's a bit different. Like, um, there's a lot of like, like I have to start with the bass first or the drums first, okay. and I just like do one thing after another because I can't really play and sing, mm. so it doesn't really come together as organically as I would like it to. Mm. Um, But recently I've been writing um, Which is unusual for me I've been writing music Without the laptop So there's a lot There are a lot of song memos Going on In my phone now Okay And Which I like But I find it really hard Like To do the Arrangement And the instrumentation After writing The melody And the lyrics Oh So that's going to take some time Doesn't come naturally to me. But oh, okay. like usually I'll start the bass first and then right. sing over it, which is easier for me. Yeah.
1: And I think I think you can hear I mean I was talking to Chris earlier mm. on in terms of like more your recent material. I think like we, we can hear a bit of a shift. It's, it's slightly different. Right. So that kinda explains <laughs> explains <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the the the, the mm-hmm. difference. Yeah, yeah yeah. In yeah, the process, right? In the process, yeah, yeah that's cool.
0: Yeah, I mean okay. yeah, and since we're on the topic of differences, it, I mean like compared to your most recent uh outing was or, or yeah, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe maybe you could talk a bit about that. Like uh it, sonically it sounds very different from the stuff that you put out in the past as well. Mm-hmm. I mean this one you I think some songs you can actually hear, the unicorns and, and rainbows and lightness. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Phew! Was it essential? I mean, like, I think even, even the one before this... Um...
2: Golden Sugar Crystals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it was,
0: there, there seemed to be a, a, yeah. a shift in the style ooh, of how you want to project the music out. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what was that all, all about? I mean, why did you yeah. do that?
2: I think the shift um, was from 2017, which was Golden Sugar Crystals. Mm. So that was like seven, eight years from Tonight Your Love, from the previous album. Mm. So that's a really long time. Mm. Like I said, like time just f- time time just flies. Like I've been mean, doing even after Tonight you Love, we're just doing shows. More shows, more festivals, more performances, more events. Right. And really and also life just happens, right? So mm-hmm. and also after you put out quite a few albums, you just um you just kinda of lose track of uh the, you know, like the the time, the year and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it took so long to come out. And also, Mm -hmm. I just decided to do something that um, is a little bit more, has more, like, um, positive vibes about more, being more, like, um, because I guess, like, you know, like, I was going through a, Pretty emotional time as well mm. So I wanted to write music that um, It's kind of like healing Okay um, Songs that can heal Or songs that make you feel more mm. um, You know Uplifting mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Kind of uh, Vibes Yeah Yeah. So I put in a lot more like um, Brighter instruments mm. Yeah and like chimes and bells and some yeah
1: I listen to it i, I kind of hear from my perspective it's very 80s it very 80s synth uh-huh. pop right which yeah. is really to yeah. me for me personally the golden age of electronic music <laughs> for mm-hmm. me la, eh, being a oh folk, yeah. yeah for many uh, yeah. yeah so 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 that's why i kind of hear it i was like wow this is so cool because it really <laughs> sounds like my favorite my favorite era and all that so so yeah, so thanks for explaining that. So that kind of, it, it, I mean, it's really feel good. It really makes me feel good.
2: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's, I, like you said, yeah, feel good is the word for it. Yeah, trying to make an album that's more feel good.
0: For, for, for all, <laughs> there, there was a show that was also cut, came out around the same time. Uh, last It was last year, right? I think it was. Life at streamer. I think was, uh-huh. Yeah. And I think it was at, at Tempani's as well. And you provided the music for
2: that. Um, Tampines Hub was if it, if you're talking about the show, it was um, it was recorded at, at home. Okay, so okay. it was like a it was an online mini show that, that I did from home because they haven't opened up yet. Hmm. Um, the other the other thing I did for our Tampines Hub was actually um, I did a song for a online video game for them for National Day. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was. <laughs> What was that like? I mean like what was... the brief was to make something like carnival, like a like clown music.
0: Clown music. To, okay. to clown. Okay.
2: <laughs> like a carnival, yeah. I would say. Okay. But um I had real good fun with that challenge. So <laughs> really happy now that turned out.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, so and then that that brings us to you know for for this album, what we what was what was it like going into doing this recording? Ah, okay,
2: yeah. For all, um, it took me about three years, I think, to put it together. So basically, I had like little bouts of like one two weeks where I could hold myself up, uh, in my own space and just um write. So that has always been my dream to be able to like, um, you know, go into hide out into seclusion into my own lockdown, this before lockdown. Um mm-hmm. and just really just just breathe music twenty four seven. It's a luxury, like, you know, to be able to not have any commitments and just do that. Yep. Um which was a which was an interesting process. I mean I really like just waking up, going to sleep and just thinking about recording. But then it's also very tough because, you know, inspiration doesn't just I mean, for your own albums, you know. Your own albums is a bit different, more personal, so it doesn't really just come to you as and when you want it. Like, if it's a commercial piece of work, yeah, it's fine. You you have parameters that you can, you know, work with and you can just, you know, put it out. Mm -hmm. But for your own stuff, you really need to dig a bit deeper. So not not every day when you wake up, you feel like something good is going to come out. Hmm, that's which true. is fine too. I just write even even though I'm not feeling it. Oh really?
0: Okay. Yeah. Wow.
2: So, which is why I got like thousands of projects. <laughs> uh, a lot of them are really bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. And then the, right? so but,
0: so I mean that one is out now. It's it's uh, I mean it was released last last year. Last year. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so have you been? (laughs) Have Mm -hmm. you had another thousand thousand songs (laughs) (laughs) done yet since then?
2: (laughs) No. (laughs) So what happened is that it was released during circuit breaker, like lockdown, so there weren't any like live shows. But then, fortunately, there's live stream shows and mini festivals, you know, online. So. I did quite a few of that. And then filming myself
1: hmm.
2: is quite a process. Um, you know, <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. Okay. So, you know, setting up the camera and the lights and making right. sure you can do everything in one take. It's not easy. La. And then editing it as well after that and mixing it. Oh, so you did so all of that time yourself? So very time-consuming. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So I, made, I actually filmed the album, like, track by track like from start to finish as well for myself for my own concert which i'm editing and hopefully it's out by the time you hear this (laughs) so 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 you really
1: so you really take diy very literally yeah man yeah
2: Exactly. Yeah, I think I should. I should ask for help, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but how? What is the? Okay, so like I'm quite intrigued because like now I'm hearing you do it all, even all the filming yourself. So I mean, how 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 do you kind of? How do you kind of? What's? How did you kind of learn to do that? I mean, is it just research online or what, how did you do that?
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pretty much just set up the phone and make sure that there's enough light. Uh, but <laughs> yes. Sorry. Hang
0: on. You said set up the phone.
1: Set so up the phone everything I shot on, on the phone So phone. everything's on wow. the phone Yes <laughs> Wow
2: That's uh, so I used, to have, do it. Uh, I used to have cameras But they're just too heavy And too cumbersome And then you can't really focus You mm. know <laughs> The phone just does everything for you Just make sure they're not like Stupid shadows And yeah. you look Like you're in a horror movie Or something <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah Wow Very inspiring man
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know The other passion of mine is editing So I love editing stuff I kind love of mm. editing like music videos, which is why I put out quite a few visuals for the for all because yeah, there was so much time on my hands.
1: <laughs> yeah, excellent, very good. I was like, that's why I'm I'm, I'm so impressed now. I'm like, wow, we did everything ourselves. <laughs> <Jesus."> oh. sold.
2: <laughs> well, we <laughs> have enough time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so Sabine, a, this so this concert, this full, it's a full on concert video that you're doing yeah. now. When when uh-huh. when uh, like how far in are you? You know, is it like on its final stages? Mm,
2: it Should be on the final leg, just like refining the visuals and the effects. I've already mixed it, so. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. So um, and this will be when, when are you in? Yeah, the, uh, when when when. Yeah, when yeah are hopefully,
2: we... hopefully it's out already on YouTube. <laughs> 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 I hope. Okay. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, so are, are you planning for for actual physical gigs and stuff like that yet, or is it yeah, planning?
2: hopefully there's something will come out uh, next year, but it's getting harder, I feel because um through the years there's just so much um there's so many more bands and musicians you know coming out from Singapore, and they're all so, so awesome, right? So I feel like it's harder and harder to get shows in Singapore pandemic oh. or not. I yeah, feel, or maybe the pandemic you know, is, also, is also a likely cause because just less shows, yeah. right? But generally, I feel like the the scene is is great that we have so much great stuff coming out. I, we need to have that output. You yeah. know, the more output you have, the more. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: No, I think I think if if, if there's if it everything opens up next year, we'll just ex- explode lah. Because it's a, such a pent up. Everybody's so pent up, you know, just the scene will just explode like, at least at least for the first six months, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, you know, everybody's been like right. So I'm sure that's gonna happen. Now, yeah.
2: yeah. I also yeah. realized that like um, during like twenty twenty when it was COVID when I was releasing my album, it was like extremely hard to get um, placements in mm. Spotify and stuff. Mm. And the reason is because so many people were in lockdown, mm-hmm. and so they were, there was a lot more music coming out because people oh. had so much time mm-hmm. to release yeah. music. Yeah. So there you
0: go, just another observation. I mean, yeah. like do, so, when you, so for yourself, I mean, you know, this being the case, what, how are you gonna like? Is there a plan to get yourself like noticed out there amidst this whole uh, flood of new, <laughs> new releases?
2: <laughs> mm. Yeah, good question. I'm not sure. I think I might switch to um singles instead of albums from just a, just trying it out. I think it's it might help if I just put out singles first before the album. So, as a strategy right, that's right. it always it helps you to get plays in Spotify and stuff. Singles work much better mm. Like you put an album then that's it. Yeah. It's the other oh, way yeah, around now, or oh, maybe back to the back to yeah. the past, But yep, you put yep. out singles first.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Back. Exactly. In, that's how, that's how they. That's how they used to do it. They they they, yeah. they release four singles and then the album. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's true. That's true. I mean, you, you have enough in, enough singles to last another six hundred <laughs> months. So you know, even if you, <laughs> even if you put out one every month. <laughs> no more already. <laughs> yeah, no more already.
2: <laughs> uh, all song memos now.
0: <laughs> also, okay. yeah, I put that out la. the song yeah. memo EP. Four tracks, just just nothing uh, uh, but song yeah. memos. and then that's Yeah, it and seems to be trend, you know,
2: like using song yeah, memos got, in the yeah, songs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I got a yeah, lot of those. I got yeah, lot but I you know,
1: hundreds, hundreds of them. <laughs> yeah, la, it's, it's part of the marketing nowadays. Like.
2: Mm. So, song memos may be a good thing. <laughs> but my song memos not like Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah it's one way of, one way of marketing <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs>
0: no, no gorgeous no.
1: pianos And <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> But Having
0: said that though I mean like You know Speaking about that? I mean Your your, your May EP Right 2002 So it's coming up to like Say uh, 20th anniversary You're right Oh the gosh first official appearance <sighs> As The analog girl In a way Yeah are you are you planning? Should you are you gonna do something like that? Yeah. Like You know,
2: good idea come out maybe come with a
0: five like a, a huge box set. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hundred page booklet, blah blah blah. You know, remaster, remaster, remix. You know the, remi- the original mix, <laughs> new remix, plus all the outtakes and stuff. Oh.
2: <laughs> mm, yeah. Maybe <laughs> box set. Uh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the
1: albums, you all, the other ones. It's all
2: the craze now, man. <laughs> it is, right? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: They release the album and then they release the box set a year later like yeah. a couple of B-sides uh, or remixes and then you buy again. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, I just wait. Five CD set,
0: Five yeah, yeah, yeah. CD sets. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or just come up with your greatest hits. La. You should have a yeah, greatest, greatest hits,
2: hits yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been, I mean, you have so much, so many different tracks out there, I'm sure. Can come with best stuff or something like that. Even
1: Pat has done it, ah. man. Oh Even yeah. Pat has done it. Yeah, that's true. I mean the if Pat films... does it, that means everybody's yes. gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter how many albums you've got, you can still come up with a best song.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. So okay, I mean I think I think I think it'd be good to, to see you uh, if we could in, in, in a live show. I mean I mean uh, what I mentioned earlier one thing that's it was always fun about watching your gig. it's, that it's not just somebody just standing there with the, the the computer and then the keyboard. you know you have a lot of different things going on. So you have like you you bring your arsenal down, yep. you've got your lights coming mm-hmm. up You're, everything is being triggered here and there. I mean, mm-hmm. was that a thing that you really wanted to do?
2: Um, when I first started it was I wanted to keep my touring um you know, uh, stuff really small and compact. So I was I just wanted to use my laptop and my microphone, which is what mm. I did when when I was in my early days, and mm. I focused more on performing with s- um another act like oh okay you know like an artist painting right. or like in Paris mm. I did a show in a circus, wow. so okay. I had like a trapeze, um, artist. And someone like swirling fire. On wow, design. like a Cirque
0: du Soleil kind
2: of <laughs> Indie circus la Indie Circus.
0: Indie it's Indie called Cirque, Cirque
2: Electric. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, and oh, it's yes. outdoors in the summer by the field. So that was the visual that I was going for. So at mm. that point in time, me, laptop, microphone enough, right? Mm, mm. Um. Then as, I think when the Tenorion came on, which is like this instrument from Yamaha, which is like a grid with LED lights and it actually shows you the sequence that it plays. It kind of gives, um, and it's, what do you call that? It's like front and back, you can see the lights. So the audience can actually see what you're pressing and you can just put it on a mic stand. So it's very easy to, you know, set up. And that's what I wanted the audience to feel as well. A little bit more feedback. From my music So what I'm doing If they can see Maybe they can appreciate it more um, At that point in time I was still like I, w- I didn't really want to do Projection visuals Like I feel like mm. I still want to put a show Where the music matters more mm. Than whatever is showing behind me mm-hmm. um, But as I As I played even more shows I just wanted to mix things up more And I feel like if the visuals can react to my music as well, like feed the music into the visuals, and it right, you know, it moves along with the song. Then why not? It's even more. You know, it 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 can you know make the audience feel the music even more. So that's how it progressed.
1: Okay. So so based on that again, right? I to put on my journal yes. Hand. <laughs> uh. So yeah. So so it's okay. So it's a bit okay. So like people always use this uh, genre term, Uh-oh. which I'm not sure what it means now. Uh-oh. Right, avant, mm. right? <laughs> I think I... avant, pop. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so like so for me, of course, again, you know, when you think avant-garde. Yeah, you're really thinking about conceptual art. So based on basically what you're saying just now, I mean, there's kind of a performance art yeah. element to it. So really, uh, do you really get into this idea of? Concept art and things
2: like mm, that. Yeah, I'm into that. Um, for sure. Um, some something more surreal always, always excites me. Just some kind of fantasy element as well in the visual. So uh, yeah, putting more and more emphasis on that. Yeah, that's right.
0: Mm, that's a thing. That that is that a has that always been a thing for you?
2: Uh Okay. Well, Xanadu is one of my favorite films. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> always cite and do for the music and for the for the, you know, the art direction. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Xanadu, oh, yeah. man. I know.
1: Not many people. Will, not many people will say that. Man. When
2: you look at the film again, you're thinking, <laughs> oh really <laughs> top film <laughs> oh, that's life? like I mean
1: I was like 19 when that album when that film was released really, I just loved yep. the music yeah. and the film and
2: everything yeah So in the cinemas was yeah. like wow just left a huge impression
1: yeah ELO man ELO yes ELO, ELO. <laughs> the,
0: the one sequence in that whole movie that I really liked was that that dance hall scene where they mixed yeah the mash up uh the, the rock set. band and then mash up with uh, yeah. the the yeah. old, the yeah. old uh, you know nineteen twenties kind of thing yeah. like that was yeah, really yeah. at the end yeah, of exactly. time, eh? yeah yeah at a time yeah. nobody you know consciously yeah. did that and then it fit yeah. it fit so well. You know? Yeah. Um is that something that that uh, you know since you work with collaborators and stuff like that as well, you know, would you have you done this kind of thing? is this a thing that you is this something that you like? To, you'd like to do, just you know, do a mashup or, or a, a full-on solid collaboration with, with, with another I artist? I think
2: um, that's like where remixes come in. Like if I'm asked to do a remix of a song, then it's it's like um, their influences and my influences. I mean, I blend it together. So um, really, really enjoy doing remixes um, because of that, being able to work with another artist. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Mm. So I haven't really collaborated with anyone on a song, I think. Maybe just vocals. Mm. But remixing is where, you know, I can sort of feel like as if I'm jamming with in a band. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. I guess I guess we don't want to take up too much of your time today. So Oh, um, my pleasure you know. at any
2: time. Yeah. But
0: but where where can people find you? Uh if they want to look for the analog girl. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where can you be found on Google? A- Google. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Could we be a bit more specific? <laughs> that would be
2: my answer. So. That would be Just my Google answer nowadays. So.
1: <laughs> Google me, la. Um,
2: yeah, um, I don't know. I think I don't have my domain anymore. I'm not sure. Oh, right. <laughs> Just you know, okay. Facebook, Twitter. It's, still it there, it. your yeah, it's a Tumblr domain. Yeah, I might cancel that. Tum-
1: yeah, yeah. It's a the Tumblr. Yeah, a Tumblr. Right? I think Just I canceled my Tumblr. hosting.
2: Because oh, okay. everything's on Instagram now, like I'm more active on Instagram mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. So the okay. analog girl.
1: Okay. Anywhere.
0: All right. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yay. Thank you very much, uh, May for taking time out to, to do this chat with us.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we can catch you at, at a gig soon, la. you know, like live yeah. in person kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Same yeah. here.
1: Okay, I thought yeah. I was impressed with her before. Yeah,
0: right? I mean, uh, after <laughs> she mentioned doing all this, I'm like, oh wow, that is like super, uh, you know, Same, next level eh? shit that they say. Uh,
1: yeah. She's actually quite under the radar here. You
0: know? um, yeah, which R- is quite. Relatively, right? Which yeah. is crazy, right? Quite weird, but because she... Everybody else seems to everybody... acknowledge
1: yeah, yeah, she, that she, 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 she can she's... do stuff. Yeah. yeah, she's got so much, she has done so much. Right, and she's kind of like, she's quite nonplussed about it,
0: right? She's like, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Real, real, like, real oh, artist yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Real artist in the sense, la, Not like, oh, yeah. What, like, I'm not not screaming for attention and kind of things, But uh, what what's interesting is like, yeah, like like what you said, she just takes
0: it as a thing. Here we go. Yeah, I'm she like,
1: just does it like.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, okay, I, 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 did... I mean, so I'm in
1: Japan, so I'll, I'll do a show. Yeah, I'll call up this who, guy. Hey, do you have Who a does that? A... Exactly. who does that <laughs> nobody even thinks about that man yeah
0: but definitely it's one of I mean you the so called indie spirit or the entrepreneurial spirit is, 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 is yeah, yeah, yeah. strong with, with her
1: <laughs> very much alright that's it another gorgeous beautiful life affirming uh, <laughs> episode Right, of uh, Lion City Rock. I hope you were inspired like we were uh, mm. by and with the analog girls. So, uh, we hope that you will kind of share, comment, like, you know, the all the usual things. Follow, subscribe. Follow, yes, right. And, uh, you know, there's still going to be so much more uh, to come from from this podcast. You know, mm. definitely give us your feedback. We you want to know what you think and yep. whether you have any ideas. Of anybody you would like to see featured on, on this uh, on this program, yeah. So so that's about it. So yeah. all the best. Take up. care. Yeah. Hit us up Take on care. Reddit
0: and leave a comment. Yep. Tell us what you think. And uh, yeah, I think yep. so.
1: Okay yep. See you in the funny pages. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it. Thanks. See ya. Ciao. Bye. <laughs>